The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Sadharma pleasures. Um, we think that um, the practice is about uh, about the peaks, yeah, and and meditation teachers are no doubt partially to blame insofar as we talk about samadhi and the enjoyment of stillness or talk about insight and those moments when chunks of suffering just cleave off and we talk about love and uh, the possibility that it might um, radiate yeah radiate out in all directions and so we get the sense that um, the uh, practice is about uh, about the peaks and that the the valleys are kind of intrusions or a sort of um, pit stop before another peak. But um, the point of practice is not the peaks. The point is the ascent, the peak, the descent, and the valley. The point is all of that because at each point along that ride, we grow different capacities and strengthen qualities of the heart that are relevant for our own process of waking up. And um, the, the descent and the valleys, they, they have one of two tastes. The tastes of suffering or the taste of purification. The taste of suffering or the taste of purification. It's there aren't other options as far as I can tell. Yeah. And um and so uh today's theme is uh the pleasure of purification. When I um tried coffee as a kid um i thought it was just like inconceivable that any member of my species could prefer that to um say red gatorade yeah but um as is said some tastes are acquired tastes yeah and um, the pleasure of purification, for sure, is an acquired taste. But um, we come to appreciate it, and it becomes very rich. And um, on this path, uh, we we do have to come to to enjoy enjoy this taste, to appreciate it, to become a connoisseur of the the wholesome unpleasant, yeah, the wholesome unpleasant, the forms of discomfort, 
that um, are onward leading rather than the sign of injury. And um, um, practice can unknowingly recapitulate our resistance to anything uncomfortable. It, it's it's so deeply conditioned, you know, everything in our body kind of just says no, even to small discomforts. And, um, and we have to, uh, that's, we're working with that conditioning, you know, um, that runs so deep in us. And much of the the path is about breaking the links of suffering. Yeah, the links of suffering, the way this came up last night in in the conversation, like the way that acting out our clinging partially delivers. Yeah, the way that acting out our clinging partially, we'd say, oh, clinging is suffering, clinging is suffering. I think Ajahn Chah said to somebody like, is it really? Do you really believe that? Yeah. Pointing to the ways in which we have some fidelity to clinging. And we have some fidelity to clinging because it, and this is the tragic part, it partially delivers. It's an, it's an impoverished form of pleasure, but it's a pleasure nonetheless. And to actually interrupt the cascade of dukkha means that we have to move against the stream, against the, the cycles of, of reinforcement that, that acting out our clinging brings us. Yeah. And so, um, to move against against the partial satisfactions of clinging brings with it a distinctive flavor and it's a flavor of discomfort but it's a discomfort that has this kind of other other hint yeah of um another taste the taste of relief the taste of purification. Many, many years ago, I was um, getting physical therapy for an injury and um, the, uh, the physical therapist uh, who I loved would cause a lot of pain. And um, sometimes it'd be working like in a, a hamstring and um and I remember he'd say, ah, it's very ropey, you know, and then uh, kind of lean his weight into the tightness, yeah. And uh, that that brought a, um, that was not, we would say, comfortable. That That is an acquired taste, maybe, but you can taste the release in it, that this is not the pain of injury, this is the pain of uh, healing. And this is um, my uh, my teacher, one of my teachers, Shenzhen Yang, um, uh, says um, the the taste of purification is ha- very hard to describe, but in essence, it is a kind of joy. You may be in great pain, 
but there is a deep joy because you feel the blockages being worked out each time you greet the pain with equanimity. You can feel how the energy in the pain is wearing away the separation between you and your spiritual source. You sense that holdings from the past are being ground up, digested, metabolized by the peristaltic vibratory movements of impermanence. The grinding and digesting is both painful and liberating at the same time. This is the taste of purification. The options are often the taste of suffering, the taste of purification. And uh, in that taste of purification, you can feel something is being softened, yeah? like your heart is being kneaded, kneaded like dough. And we get out of the kind of conceptual world of this, this hurts, I don't like this, how do I fix this? And we instead we surrender to the flow of anicca, of impermanence, the sense of um, the, the movement of any given moment, the movement of any given moment, and we just, in a sense, take take refuge, yeah, take refuge, and let Anicca wear down the forces of clinging. And we keep noticing um, the the bracing that which kind of you know, the ways we kind of subtly brace, you know, and um, we keep noticing that, that that quarantines the pain in some ways. We brace for reasons. It quarantines the pain. It actually amplifies the distress. And then maybe there's a kind of surrender, you know, like, okay, sensations. Okay, heartache, you can have me. You can have me. I offer myself up to you. And in this, we're, we're so kind of awake that it, it's, it's almost like we're, we're feeling the exposure therapy that is purification working moment by moment. It's, you know, it's like, I think last time I, I did, last month did something and sort of alluded to the ways that, uh, that Dharma is in part an exposure therapy. Um, and it's, it's like the, in this purification, we can like feel it. We can feel it working moment by moment. Uh, I'm habituating to the discomfort. I'm, I'm habituating to the wholesome, un, 
unpleasant. And that hurts. It's an acquired taste for sure. And you can taste the freedom in it. And there's um, something that um, this kind of willingness breeds a very easy mind state. In the wake of purification, it breeds a very easy mind state. And so when you get up after a kind of and have actively chosen the taste of purification, um, the forces of clinging, the kalesas, the forces of suffering just seem very uncompelling, very uncompelling hatred. So obviously a form of self-harm, so absurd, not... It's not like we have to marshal our energy to put it down. The dead end of greed, so obvious. And in the wake of purification, you really don't need much stimulation at all to feel very fulfilled. And... uh, a whole other topic but um it feels to me like one of the the byproducts in this cauldron of purification is also uh, love that um we've experienced suffering with such um exquisite poise and uh in such vivid ways that um the the human condition itself becomes more poignant. The predicament of our own life becomes more poignant, not frenzied, but poignant. There's pleasure. It's a weird pleasure, but it's pleasure nonetheless. So I offer this for um, for consideration. And uh, please pick up what's useful. Leave the rest behind. Okay, team. I'll uh, stop there. And uh, yeah, may uh, may your day be filled with uh, much goodness. And when it's not, and when there is energy, may we. Uh, May we have the taste of uh, of purification rather than the taste of suffering. Okay, see you. Uh, see you tomorrow. Good to be with you.